This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Ingersoll. With a modern North American manufacturing location that has produced tillage and planting equipment and components for over 100 years, Ingersoll is dedicated to continue providing the very best to their worldwide customers through innovative products. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's a look at what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. According to the Fall 2020 Agricultural Lender Survey Report from the American Bankers Association and Farmer Mac, on average, just under 51% of agricultural borrowers were profitable in 2020, down from 57% last year. Looking toward 2021, about half of the lenders surveyed do not expect borrower profitability to improve next year. Lenders were most concerned about the grain, dairy, and cattle sectors. Despite the uncertainty through 2020, just over 31% of lenders expect borrowers to make investments in agricultural technology with similar expectations for 2021. The survey results suggest some regional differences. Almost half of lenders in the South expect farm technology investments to increase through 2020, while less than 30% of lenders from the Corn Belt and Plains states said the same. According to the report, producers are also asking lenders about funding to develop alternative sources of income or to implement cost mitigation. 43% of survey respondents reported receiving inquiries from their borrowers about financing hemp production, and just over one-third of respondents said that borrowers are asking about financing for renewable energy products. This week's dealers on the move are Johnson Tractor and McCullough Implement. Johnson Tractor, a Janesville, Wisconsin-based Case IH and Kubota dealership, has acquired Kubota dealership A.A. Anderson in Harvard, Illinois. This brings Johnson Tractor's total stores to five, with two in Wisconsin and now three in Illinois. McCullough Implement, an Agco and Kubota dealership in Watiska, Illinois, has acquired Kubota dealer Don Bales, Inc. in Lowell, Indiana. McCullough Implement will now have two locations. Now here's Jack Zemlicka with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. According to the USDA's Farm and Land and Farms report published earlier this year, the average U.S. farm size has increased about 10 acres from 2012 to 2019 to 444. But the number of farms has decreased by more than 86,000 during that same span. There are a variety of factors contributing to the decrease and the last few years have further challenged some small and mid-size operations to remain profitable. Consolidation is a trend that Idaho farmer and business consultant Dick Whitman expects to continue in agriculture. The ability to keep pace with the profitability, production, and economic resources of larger corporate farms could force smaller operations to be more efficient with use of technology and equipment. The technology that we have in ag today is enabling us a very few number of people to farm several thousand acres uh, very efficiently. Those who have had strong margin in the past, but had a lot of expensive toys, but they mostly sat in machine sheds and got looked at, they're going to be challenged to recognize that they're not full-time farms. They're, they're part-time farms, and the, the only way they can stay in business is to help is sh- share some of those resources with neighbors to get some more hours on combines or sprayers, or look at custom hiring or renting. You can hear more from Dick Whitman, who will be part of our farmer panel at the 2021 AEI Executive Briefing. For more information on the virtual event, 
visit www.agequipmentintelligence.com. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Jack. AgGrowth International, a manufacturer of grain handling equipment and other products, released its third quarter earnings on November 12th. Thanks to what the company called continued robust performance in North America farm markets, EMEA, Brazil, and India, AGI had a record third quarter for sales. Total sales for the quarter were $282.5 million, up just over 8% from the third quarter of 2019. Farm sales were up 24% compared to the third quarter of last year, and year-to-date are up 9%. According to AGI, annual early order programs that launched across farm products in September are expected to be positive as dealers replenish inventory in preparation for 2021, and consequently, management anticipates farm sales to be slightly higher than 2019 levels in the fourth quarter and positioning them well for the first half of 2021. According to the European Agricultural Machinery Association, European dealer sentiment increased in November for the seventh month in a row. The association's November update to its business climate index showed a reading of 14, the highest sentiment recorded since April 2019. The increase in sentiment was primarily attributed to an improvement in dealers' evaluation of current business conditions, with only 15% considering current conditions unfavorable. By segment, only the lawn and garden and livestock equipment segments posted negative results in November. By country, it was reported that confidence remained stable in the major markets of France, Germany, and Italy, with lower confidence reported in several Eastern European markets as well as the UK. Recent reports from the Kansas City and Chicago Federal Reserves show decreased demand for farm loans and mixed farm credit conditions in the third quarter of 2020. Kansas City reported softened demand for farm loans in the third quarter, with about 25% of respondents reporting lower loan demand year over year. This was also the first time more bankers reported a decline in loan activity than an increase since 2013. Kansas City also reported that credit conditions continue to deteriorate in the third quarter, but at a more gradual pace than in the second quarter. Some 20% of respondents reported declining loan repayment rates versus 35% saying the same in the second quarter. Problem loan rates dropped in the third quarter, with the average share of farm loans being monitored for potential problems reaching its lowest level in five years. The Chicago Federal Reserve reported weaker demand year-over-year for farm loans in the third quarter for the first time in seven years. Some 11% of survey respondents reported higher demand for non-real estate farm loans, while 26% reported lower demand. With lower loan demand and higher funds available year-over-year, the Chicago Fed's average loan-to-deposit ratio fell to 75%. For the third quarter, the Chicago Fed reported repayment rates were down slightly year-over-year, with 8% of bankers reported higher repayment rates and 15% reporting lower rates. Loan renewal and extension rates were also higher, with 27% of respondents reported more renewals and extensions versus 5% reporting fewer. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessetermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.